Family and fellow soldiers, I'm the professor, and this is the moment of truth. Okay, okay, not gonna, not gonna lie, lie, this one did surprise me. Mostly, mostly because I can't believe that anyone would actually want Don Lemonade around for any reason, but then again, Elon Musk has made a career out of taking the side of reprobates and losers, so I suppose this is par for the course. What do you do when you've been thrown overboard? You reach out to anyone who'll give you a hand, no matter how odious they are. Musk has been trying to get Don Lemon to agree to this ever since he got canned last year. And as much as Don Lemonade loves white men, I'm sure this was a no-brainer. See what I did there? No brains. Now, a lot of people were completely unaware that Musk was flirting with Lemonade to come to X. It certainly didn't make any waves last year when this mess was going around. There was no controversy surrounding it, no scandal, because nobody cared. Nobody cared about Don Lemonade, and nobody cared about Elon Musk as he was dismantling Twitter, paying 40 plus billion dollars for a company that he decided to destroy. But Musk is an apartheid South Africa reject, so he has to make it clear that he can't stand that much of Don Lemon. So this Twitter show that Don Lemonade's supposed to have, it's only going to be three 30-minute episodes per week. It's not even going to be all week long, it's just going to be three 30-minute episodes I can't, I can't think, think of, of anyone, anyone who is waiting for this, this anxiously or otherwise. But Don, Don is trying, trying to make this one out as being his glorious return to form. How much of a fan base does this guy even have? He knows what side his buns are buttered on. He knows that just like at CNN, his real job is going to be to keep his white paymaster happy. So he's already sucking up to his new owner. He actually had the gall to say that X is the biggest free speech space in the world. Well, there is a space bigger than X. The space between Don Lemon's ears, there's tons of room there. But now you got Lemon saying that he no longer watches corporate media, not after CNN gave him the boot. So after 20, 25 some odd years, as he calls it, of working for white corporate media, being their boy, doing everything that he could to make sure that he cut throats and everything else to maintain his position with them, pushing their narrative and their agenda as hard as he could down the nation's throat, telling every half-truth and untruth that he could think of if he thought that it would benefit them and contribute to him keeping his employment a little bit longer. After, after he does, he does all, all that for decades. decades. Now he says, well, CNN, they fired me, so I don't watch corporate media anymore. Well, gee, if it wasn't good enough for him to watch it now, why was it good enough for him to be trying to push it on so many people for so many years? See what kind of value system this guy has got? Corporate media is not good yet. Now it's not. Gee, I gotta wonder, how long did it take him to figure out that there was something wrong with corporate media? Uh, it took him until they fired him. Once they fired him, there's something wrong with what they're doing over here. I, I just can't listen to this anymore. Well, it certainly makes sense that a guy named Lemon would be so bitter. But it was very interesting that all of a sudden he's telling people who it is he likes to listen to in his free time. He says that he listens to BS, or I mean Ben Shapiro, because of his take on Israel. And also he listens to Pierce Morgan. Ben Shapiro and Pierce Morgan. He's sitting here talking about how he listens to those guys. He listens to Ben Shapiro for his take on Israel. Well, I don't know exactly what Ben Shapiro's take on Israel is because I don't listen to him, but I'll bet whatever his take on Israel is, it's not very intelligent. And as for Pierce Morgan, I guess he's Britain's revenge for losing the Revolutionary War. But this is what Don Lemonade does because I guess he thinks he's going to make the right impression with all the wrong people. 
He's, He's already, already virtue signaling, signaling to the white right. right. See, I can, I can listen, listen to BS and Pierce Morgan. Morgan. He doesn't he learn anything, anything from them, I would imagine. imagine. But he says he, he says listens, listens to them. them. And for, and for what, what purpose? purpose? Now, when now, I see when a, black a black man coming out of left field, field and he just, just without any sort of prompting or invitation, just volunteers that he listens to right wing nuts in his spare time. You know who that reminds me of? It reminds me of Stephen A. Schmidt when he was saying that he has racists like Mark Levin and Sean Hannity on speed dial. This is this supposed is to be the black people who the white, white media tries to portray as speaking for you and me. Do we have anything in common with this? People, people who, who brag about listening to mouth-frothing racists are not to be taken seriously. They clearly have confused the definition of open-minded with empty-headed. Now, it was also reported in the white media that a couple of years ago, Don Lemonade told Stephen Colbert that CNN was never liberal and that it was trying to appeal to sensible Republicans. Well, that does make more than a little sense. What do you expect from a network that was founded by a neo-Confederate like Ted Turner? But what he said CNN's trying to do to appeal to sensible Republicans? Gee, sounds a lot like what Don Lemonade's always been trying to do, doesn't it? And now he's gone heavy in the paint to try to reposition himself, clumsily hoping to appeal to as many of the racists who have made a home on Twitter as possible. And just to put this in perspective for you, Tulsi Gabbard apparently is also going to be joining Lemonade on X2. Gabbard went from being a brash but otherwise tolerable insurgent to just being another mouth-frothing racist, regularly taking slick shots of the black community. So Don Lemonade will be in great company, like-minded folks. So any of you folks out there listening to me who think to yourselves that maybe you too might want to try to pursue a career in the white media, just go ahead and take notes. Believe it or not, for all of his stupidity and all of his moral cowardice, Lemonade is, however ineptly, showing you how it's supposed to be done. I put supposed in quotes. First thing you got to show the white media is you have no core principles. They want blank slates. People who are going to do what they're told. Yeah, you got these Negroes, they play act on TV, they pretend to believe in things when in reality, they're just hired guns. So Don Lemonade, all these years, taking slick shots of the black community, I guess there's one or two people who actually remembered it. But you know who else is auditioning? Mark Lamont Schill, screaming and yelling about how protesters at Mother Emanuel Church were justified in protesting Biden inside that church when they would not dare do it inside anybody else's church or mosque or synagogue. Lamont Hill was fired by CNN for advocating for the Palestinians. Roly-poly Martin got fired for making allegedly homophobic remarks. And Don Lemonade got canned for making allegedly sexist remarks about a racist, Nikki Haley. See, these Negroes on white media cable, they get fired by the white media only if they say something that a non-black constituency doesn't like. You want to attack black people? That's fair game. It's all good. And they do. But of course, course, none of them them ever gets in trouble trouble for saying something something inflammatory or anything controversial controversial that's in black black people's defense or in black people's interests. Why? Because none of them ever does. They know the rules of racism. They know what not to say. And sticking up for black people, I mean truly sticking up for us. That's the third rail of white media employment. You don't work anywhere, not even these so-called alternative white media outlets, if you get out there being a champion for us, calling out the racism and who's doing it. Demanding our tangibles. No, you can't do that. At best, you might get one or two clowns who give some lukewarm, vague, repeat the same old stale talking points the white media tells you to say. Nothing too inflammatory, mind you. That's fine. 
But as for going in, no, you're not allowed to do that. And so they don't. And what does Musty Musk get out of having Don Lemonade around? Well, he can point to his new pet Negro and say, I'm not a racist at all, no matter what no matter what you hear. Right. Look at this pet Negro that I just bought. I mean, I just hired. I gave him a Twitter show to see. All I care about is free speech. By the way, you better agree with me on everything or I'll bang you from X. And just, and just for the record, record Tiffany, Tiffany Cross is no different, no better. You let, you let Fox, Fox News or Newsmax News offer her a show, as long as they, they offer her something that has at least five zeros on it, she'd be over there in a heartbeat. And the same thing goes for roly-poly hell. He'd go to Fox for a plate of hog mogs and some butter biscuits. The Negroes you see on cable are all hired mouthpieces. And for a paycheck, or for merely the chance to get a paycheck, they'll bite their forked tongues and stay within the parameters laid down by the white media, and they won't speak out of turn. And please don't let Tiffany Cross's phony tough talk fool you. They sit there and just let all that other gibberish go by because they know that's their job. They're actually fine with it. They imagine themselves to basically be black versions of the exact same disinterested white liberals who have never said anything on our behalf and never done anything for us either. That's what these Negroes you see on television see themselves as. Tiffany Cross spent years at MSNBC, and they don't let you do that unless you've made it clear you're willing to play ball, which she did. Hell, you even see it with non-black commentators. Mehdi Hassan has been famously a left-wing commentator for MSNBC until recently. But what needs to be remembered is that in his native Britain, he tried and failed to get hired by the right-leaning Daily Mail. In a letter that he wrote, trying to get himself hired, he said that he always admired the Mail's defense of faith in the face of attacks from militant atheists and secularists. Notice he didn't say anything about radical Islamists. And he also said he was attracted to the Mail's social conservatism on issues like marriage, family, and abortion. Now keep, now keep in mind, in mind this is back in 2010, 13 years ago when he was trying to break into the media big leagues, and that's the kind of letter that he was writing to his prospective employers. As many of you might know, Mehdi Hassan is a devout Muslim, and there are recordings of him being very strident about his Muslim beliefs, denigrating and condescending people who disagreed with him. And the recording I'm talking about was actually from years ago too, but my point is, when it comes to Mehdi Hassan, he was actually quite dug in, and he was quite strong when it came to him voicing what he believes as far as Islam and those who do or do not follow it. If Mehdi Hassan hadn't gotten hired by a white media outlet, I could very easily see him having become some radical imam somewhere. The point I'm trying to make, though, is that he agrees with social conservatism on issues like marriage, read gay marriage, and abortion. This is a very different Mehdi Hassan than the one you've seen on MSNBC. And do you think that people like, say, Simone Sanders are any different? She spent years pretending to be your typical safe-for-white media audience's black advocate. But then when Biden offered her a job on his campaign, she was the first one getting out there lying and saying that Biden had nothing to do with the mass incarceration due to the 94 crime bill that Biden wrote. Now, Simone Sanders told that lie on CNN. Tiffany Cross was already working for MSNBC at that time. Say, does anyone remember when Tiffany Cross called Simone Sanders out on that and pointed out the obvious glaring lie that had been told? Me neither. And this is the same Tiffany Cross who was talking about black people who are in positions and they use their position to try to corral the black folks and try to lead us around by the nose and get us to work against our interests. Yeah, she didn't say anything about when Simone Sanders was doing it. The only difference between Mehdi Hassan and the Don Lemons and Simone Sanders, Roly-Polies and others is that the Daily Mail actually made Mehdi Hassan's letter to them public. 
But please don't think that these bootlicking, know-nothing commentators that you see are any different. They aren't. They've given the exact same types of assurances to their white media paymasters. Put me on the payroll, Massa, and I'll do whatever you say. Why? We got so much in common, Massa. The only reason you don't see any of them working at Fox News is because Fox doesn't want them. They have a literal one Negro at a time rule over at Rupert Murdoch's little propaganda mill. But looking at how humiliating MSNBC made Tiffany Cross's firing, it's obvious these allegedly white leftist media outlets, they don't want any more black people there either. Tiffany Cross is just... And these are the kind of individuals who the white media will give charitable write-ups to and say these are influential black leaders. These Negroes, they're just playing angles, trying to get a bigger contract, holding out to see if any sort of bidding war will break out for them when they get fired, but of course that never materializes. So Don Lemon doing this public pivot to suck up to the white right, you can be disgusted, but don't you dare try to be surprised. Understand, all these Negroes that you see on white media outlets, they are all like this. This is a prerequisite of their employment with these white media outlets. They test them and make sure you're going to be a good little boy, you're going to be a good little girl, yes, mouse. The only reason that these clowns don't turn out like diamond and silk is because as far as they're concerned, they think they've got better options than that. But you go ahead and let that phone stop ringing. You go ahead and let them get banned from the cheese and croissant circuits. No more parties in the hills for you. Your party pass has been revoked. And they'll be out there just like Omarosa, just like Diamond and Silk. They'll be out there just like the rest of them. The only reason that they talk greasy about these other white media outlets is because they aren't getting paid by them. They're not looking to escape any white man's plantation, no matter what Tiffany Cross tells you. They're all just looking to find the nicest plantation they can, and then pretend like they have the ability to corral and mislead all the rest of us. And this is the reason that we do not respect them and don't listen to them. They all pretend like they're the black experts. But what they actually do is to repeat and try to reinforce the white media consensus. That's what their actual job is. They're hired so that they can get in front of the camera and be the safe Negro for the network who says, well, as a black person, you know, the black community, I've heard of it. I'm here to certify that the black community's interests are transgender bathrooms and abortion and immigration, etc. That's what their job actually is, and that's what they do. That's what they're hired for, and they know it. This is why you see people like Omarosa and Michael Steele running to the left and popping up on cable TV. And they're just allowed to come on in without skipping a beat, that's fine. And then you see Don Lemon going in the other direction. When they talk about principles or holding the line, that's just cope. That's just them trying to get you to think that they actually believe in something when the only thing they believe in is their own self-promotion. So Don Lemonade got off lucky on this one, and that's fine. It doesn't change what he is, and it certainly doesn't change the public's perception of him. Now, now, I don't I know don't what the know name of his alleged Twitter show is, but I got a suggestion for what the title could be. How about 30 minutes of your life that you'll never get back? Good day, and be one. I'd like to take a moment to mention some of our contributors. Lorraine Taylor, Joseph Isaiah, Frederica Moore, Mickey, and Nicholas Moore. Salute to them and thank you to everyone for listening, liking, and sharing this message. Black empowerment only exists because of you.